All right, welcome back everybody to another episode of the Thrive After Sports Podcast. Folks, I know I say it all the time. I know I always say we got a very special guest, but this is very special to me. I've been following this man's work for quite some time. I'm here with Dante Young. What's going on, Tay? Hey man, I appreciate you. How you doing? I'm doing great, brother. Appreciate you taking some time to do this. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with Tay, he's a spiritual life coach. He's a content creator. I want you to just stop what you're doing right now. Pause the episode and go type in Dante Young on YouTube, especially uh, all you fellas out there. Now, this is not one of those episodes that is exclusive to men, but we are going to be talking to the men primarily today. Ladies, you're more than welcome to listen. Share this with a, uh, you know, uh, a brother. Uh, you know, share this with your man, share this with your dad, share it with somebody who you know who could benefit from what we're going to talk about today. Uh, I'm a big fan of this man's work for many different reasons, which we'll get into. Um, but I do want to start with the athletic journey. So, Tay, you ran track at South Carolina State, man. Um, towards the tail end of your career, what were you looking like? Were you trying to go to the Olympics? Were you trying to run professionally? What was the tail end of your uh, track career like? Yeah, man. So let's take it back um, towards the end of my career. You know, you always trying to see, you know, what's next. You know, any athlete, you already know, man, it's like that transition of trying to find yourself when you know, like you coming to that end. So it's a very hard place to be in. Um, yeah, I was trying for out, out for different track clubs, you know, just trying to see what I can do with that. But for some reason, it wasn't as fun for me anymore after, you know, it's just like when the people that you go to school with that's on the team, like they make it fun, you know? So like after that, it, it, I kind of lost the, the love for it in a sense. So I was in a place where I'm trying to figure out what's next in my life. You know, I put so much energy into this, into track and field, and it's like, it just disappeared. You know, so I was I was in a place where I was very lost. I didn't really know what I want to do as far as my, my degree. You already know how that goes with trying to get a job and just that's a whole nother beast in itself. So, you know, that's that's where I was at as far as getting ready to graduate and, you know, trying to figure out. So what was it like as you started to you know, you came out to the real world, like we say, you leave the bubble of, of college, the bubble of athletics. Um, before you started making content and that really started taking off, like, what were you doing beforehand? What were you trying to, when you were in the process of discovering the next chapter, what was that like for you? So I moved back home and I was working a regular job. And this is, this is years before YouTube. This is probably like, I started doing YouTube 2019. This is like 2015, 2016, mm. right? So I'm at home, I'm working. And at this point, around this time, this is where I started having almost a, a spiritual awakening. Like I just had this urge to want to better myself and, and just, cause I, at the time, and I was in a very dark place. So I didn't, I didn't feel good about my life. You know, I was, at, I was at rock bottom. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I wasn't really doing anything that I wanted to do. And just the way that I was living, man, just out here in the world, just out here, like out here for real. And it didn't sit right in my spirit, man. So I had this urge to want to better myself. And that's when I started doing my research on spirituality. I came across, y'all hear me talk about like um, 
meditation and things like this. This is when I started getting this knowledge. And then I came across sexual transmutation. Semen retention, holding on to your seed, and that helps you to transform yourself into a higher version. So that that was my, I guess, my start to semen retention was spirituality, was trying to better myself. You know, I, I didn't know anything about it before that. But it's funny, man, because um, the most High gives you hints and clues throughout your journey, throughout life. If you really pay attention, I always heard my coaches say never have sex before a race because it drains you, you know, you drain your life force. But as a young kid, man, your, your hormones raising, you in college, you're not, you're not thinking like, you're like, all right, you know, he's just talking, but I'm about to do what I do. You don't really understand the effects of it, you know, and just the, the focus and clarity you have when you actually have self-awareness of what that is for you, especially for the guys out there, man, you know, I, I I watched the interview with Mike Tyson and he said he went five years without releasing or without having sex. And if you see him, like just his aura, his energy, soon he step in, step in the ring, he put fear in his opponent's heart just from his energy alone, you know? And that's the type of energy you can have once you start to realize what it is and what it's doing for you. Mm. So... Man, tell you, we off to a fast start, man. I was, <laughs> you already go. It is so. ahead. My fault. My fault. No, 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 no. <laughs> not ahead. Not ahead. This is actually like a perfect, uh, perfect pivot for us to dive into. So, okay. um, I want to get back to your journey after college. But since we're here, let's talk about it, man. Like a lot of people, some people haven't been exposed to this knowledge, like you said. Like it's funny because even before I was exposed to content talking about retaining your seed, um. I, when I came back home from college, I was feeling guilty, man. I was watching too much, too much corn. For those of you who don't know, that's something that Tay says on his channel, corn. We yeah. try to work with the, with the, uh, the YouTube algorithm. So just think adult entertainment. All right. So corn, I was watching a lot of corn because I was depressed and I was going through it. And then I stopped for a little bit and I noticed, you know, I was stronger in the gym. I had more clarity. And I told my friends about it and we're like 22, 23 at the time. And they just laughed at me like, what, what are you talking about? Like, you might blow up if you hold it in too long. And then so I let them almost like, yeah, what am I doing? Why would I? This is normal. This is natural. And I didn't pick it up until years later. So anyway, can you just dive into just take a deeper dive, man? Not only what it did for you at the time when coming across this knowledge, but feel free to just go off, man. I know this is something you talk about on your channel all the time, just in terms of the power as men specifically of holding on to your seed and what happens when you take that practice seriously and actually do it over time. So for the men, you got to understand that you have a, a divine essence inside of you, okay? And this is something that we're not taught. You have a divine essence inside of you. And when you learn how to transmute that essence, so for instance, when you feel horny and you get that feeling, that is your energy. That is not just something you're feeling. That is actually your energy building up and you are feeling that. So once you learn how to harness that energy into life, into your, your thoughts, into your goals, you can manifest things, right? You get a different type of focus. So this is what the whole practice is about. You know what I'm saying? Um, when he was talking about the corn, 
man, like when I was in school, man, we we knew corn stars like they was athletes, like they was, they was <laughs> we knew all the actresses. You, you laughing because you already know, man. You you already know who you know what I'm saying. Like so, I had a pretty bad addiction, you know, in college and even outside of college. Like I'm talking about just like I would have tabs open to just different scenes that I want to release to. Like it was bad. You know what I'm saying? Like you get to the point where it's like you're not satisfied. You got to keep going more. You need more and more and more to satisfy you. It's like a drug almost. You know? So um, that was something that took me a long time to really conquer. Even when I was doing some retention, I still, in my early stages, I still was looking at the corn and I would slip up, you know, um, just psychologically, man, it, it does so much damage to your mental, to your spirit, right? Because you, you are opening yourself up to all these different entities that can attack you, these succubus, you know, and you start to attract Jezebel, that, that type of energy into you, right? So it's deeper than just you watching something, you watching two people, it's spiritual, man. And you open yourself up to get attacked, right? So, um, like for me, it took for me to get attacked, man. I used to get, <laughs> I used to have all type of dreams, man, of just being, you know, having these nightmares and things like this. And all these were cues for me to change. I had to change my ways. So, if anybody out there is struggling with that, you know, you're struggling with that addiction. Um, just understand that it's something that you need to conquer. You know, especially as a man, a man has to have this has to have discipline. That's that's the foundation of of anybody's is discipline. You have no discipline, you have nothing. You can't build anything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I love that you keep harping on that point that it is an addiction. Because it's so normalized, and I've heard you talk about this in your content time and time again, man. It's so normalized in our society that it's almost like people don't realize they're addicted. And then, so I even heard you in one of your videos, you're like, if you don't think you're addicted, when's the last time you went, you know, a week, two weeks, a month without consuming corn or without releasing? Um, And you know what, man? It's one of those things where I think. Sometimes I don't think men, like you said, realize the, the spiritual aspect of it in terms of like the entities that you're taking in. Like, can you just dive a little deeper into that? Like, cause people just think, oh, it's normal. I just, I love looking at, you know, oh, I just want to see some naked women or whatever. I just want to get off. It's normal. It's just what I do. But can you just take a deeper dive into the spiritual aspect of the energies you take in from the people on screen and just something to consider, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you're watching strangers, man. You don't know these people. So you don't know what type of what type of energy or what type of spirit they have. And then you're watching something that's very sacred, right? That's a very private and sacred act to have sex. So that right there, they say it's taboo, but that right there, you are already entering into a danger zone or zone that you're not supposed to be really playing with. So as far as the spiritual aspect, like the energies, Anytime everything that we do has or every everything has a spirit attached to it, a certain energy, a frequency attached to it. So when you engage in that activity, you open up portals, you open up yourself to be to be attached to that energy. 
right? So we all know if you're watching corn, that's putting you down in your lower self, which is just lust, desire, right? Your animalistic self, okay? So you being at that low frequency, any up, anything else that's at that frequency can, can match yours. It can hijack your energy as well, okay? And then this is going to put you in a very dark place. On top of the spiritual aspect, mentally, you are, you are getting, uh, uh, what's the word I want to use? A flood of dopamine, right? We're not supposed to have that much pleasure, much, that much access to pleasure at one time, right? See, you, you're supposed to work for pleasure, but you can just, at the click of a button, go on there and just have all these different scenes, all these different tabs or whatever, and you're getting all this dopamine, but you haven't worked for it. So that right there is frying your dopamine receptors, right? So, I mean, we can get into it, man. Like, it, that's a whole nother, <laughs> that could be a whole nother uh, session in itself, just talking about the spiritual and mental aspects of it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna just encourage people to go watch more of your content to take a deeper dive on that, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, you made me think of something with the energies. I heard something the other day. It was talking about how, and you know, there's a lot of people in the corn industry. These are people who come from, you know, traumatic backgrounds. Obviously, something led them to that place, right? Whether mm -hmm. they want to admit it or not. Um, and there's a high suicide rate, or just you know, drug overdose. There's a high death rate amongst those stars. So. Someone says something other. It might have been even in your content, man, but um, it just freaked me out because it was like a lot of you guys don't even realize you are pleasuring yourself to a dead person. Just think about that. Just think about like the spiritual implications of that. Like you said, that energy coming off the screen um, to those, man, like because this is something I've, I've heard you talk about. Like there's a difference between watching corn pleasuring yourself and actually having sex with a real live human being. Can you just talk about the difference in that for a second? Okay, so the difference is, and I like to say you, you releasing the digital cheats, you know, what <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying a screen, like when when you have sex, right? So you have a partner, y'all are exchanging energy. Sex means sacral energy exchange, so you're exchanging energy with your partner. You give them some, they give you some. When you're looking at a screen, you're giving all your energy away and getting nothing in return. So now it's, it's a vampire, right? It's still in your life force. So that type of relationship already is toxic. And then you form these emotional bonds with your computer, your phone, and these people that you never met. You know, and that's, that's, that's not healthy. Right? On top of that, you know, energy, energy surpasses anything. So you are tapping into that person's energy as well. As I said before, you don't know this person, so you don't know what they do behind closed doors. And then when you're tapping into their energy, now you're receiving all whatever demons, whatever type of, you know, toxic habits they have, you're downloading that. So, you know, having sex with, a, with someone that you love and you care about, right, that's going to heal you. It can actually heal you. And you're actually strengthening a bond with somebody that you care for. So that's the difference. Yeah, man, this is OK. So this is more of a personal question. Now I'm being selfish. I'm asking you, I'm taking advantage of some coaching right now. Right. So for me, not watching corn, not not uh, pleasuring myself. I've definitely got that master. Yeah. The thing is, I live 
uh, I'm engaged, right? And okay. now she understands my mission, my purpose, why I want to retain. Um, but maybe you can give some advice to the fellas out there. Maybe once you've overcome that first step, you know, dealing with women, having that exchange. Because if you want to retain for a certain period of time, like you said, we all have urges, especially if you might be in a relationship. Um, yeah. I guess what I'm asking is what, what's your general advice on that? And then also when it comes to having that conversation uh, with your significant other about what you're doing, how do you break that down? So, I mean, you really just got to be, it's all about communication. So you explain what you're doing and you got to have a philosophy behind it, why you're doing it. Because I've talked to guys too who say, man, they, they don't have no support from their significant other, their girl, their wife, but they don't really explain anything about it. They just say, I'm on retention. But you got to tell her what the benefits are. You got to tell her what it's doing and how it's going to help y'all relationship, right? Because when a man holds on to his seed, he's not releasing his aura becomes stronger. He, his, he has more magnetism. So then that's going to make the woman more attracted to him just, just off of biology. That's, that's his nature, right? Because you have a more attractive life force. So if you're in a relationship, you can still have sex. There's nothing wrong with that. But you don't have to release. And see, this is something we're not taught either. We're taught that an orgasm is you letting go of your seed. And that's not the case. A man can have an orgasm just like a woman. You're, it's a body. It's, in, it's internal. Right? As soon as you release your seed, that connection goes away. This is why you might be feeling your girl. And as soon as you release, you like you roll over. You don't want, you don't want her touching you. You like, ah, all that. They call it what they call it. They say post-nut clarity. Mm-hmm. It's not post-nut clarity. It's just you just lost your energy. All that energy that you had just went away. So you 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 killed the circuit between y'all two, the masculine and feminine energy. You killed that circuit. So, you know, the corn, man, the corn teaches us just to just to go and beat it up and, you know, just just beat it up. No, no type of intimacy, no, no nothing. And that's 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 teaching us wrong. That's not the way that we're supposed to be engaging with our partner. You know, you're supposed to take your time. You're supposed to communicate. Y'all supposed to discover each other. And in doing that, now that you're taking your time, you're in the moment, you're not worrying about if she's going to get an orgasm if you are. Y'all just in the present moment. It's going to happen naturally, right? So that's something you want to tap into um, if you really have someone you care for and you still want to be intimate, you know, learning how to take your time and enjoy each other's. I love that, man. I love everything about what you just said, especially what you said up front about the communication, you know what I mean? That was something I had to, because you know how it is, man. At first, when I started doing this, my wife was on some, you're not attracted to me anymore. And all those, those types of things start coming up. And when you explain the, the benefits of it, it makes a world of difference. Especially, like you said, when you bring it around full circle, it's not just for me, it's for us, right? Mm-hmm. This is going to make us better as a unit and be able to, you know, as a man, be able to go out and provide better. So right. um, that's good, man. And let's get back to your journey for a second, because once you came across this knowledge, um, and started practice practicing it. What are some ways that you saw your life start to improve from where you were at, and just start to you know be on the, the upward tick? Right off the bat, I had more confidence in myself. You know, I, I say by after two weeks of doing it, I just felt like I had no worries, like everything was going to be okay. I felt more connected. I walk outside, 
just everything looked so bright and vivid. I felt connected to the trees, to, to just everything around me. You know, I could feel. I had more clarity in my mind. You know, I wasn't worrying about this, worrying about that. Like I could focus and I could really think about what's next in my life. So that right there off the bat just helped me to try to figure out who Dante is, you know? Um, the health benefits, I had more energy. I, I started waking up earlier. I started having more ambition to want to change, changing my diet, um, just changing the way that I carry myself, wanting to just look better, wanting to treat others better. All these changes started happening one by one, right? Healing myself from all the traumas, my, my past relationships, wanting to just go in, go within and, and have to find closure for these things that I never did. Because before that, man, I was just going through life. I wasn't really aware of who I was hurting and who had hurt me. You just, ah, uh, you're sweeping under a rug and you keep living life. But I started be, being more aware of what I've been through, man, and wanting to find closure for these things and release that energy. And then so... As things started to improve for you, you started to heal yourself, you started to become more empowered internally. At which point did you know you wanted to become a spiritual life coach? At which point did you become a content creator? Like, like when did, did the light bulb just go off one day or did you just sort of start to carve out that lane for yourself? What was the process like? Um, So I first started off posting like little motivational clips on IG like little 30 second clips, just saying motivation. And I would see that, you know, it would get a lot of like people responded to it. Like they would tell me, you know, this helped me. I appreciate you for saying this. And so I kept doing it. And someone had asked me, it was like, man, you should do longer clips. You should go on YouTube. So I was like, nah, you know, I ain't, I ain't going to do all that. Right. So I just kept doing what I was doing. And at this time, man, I was, I was still trying to figure myself out. So I would ask every day, I would pray to the most high God, like, what is my purpose in life? Because at this time I was working a job. I had a good job using my degree, right? So I was in a, like financially, I was in a good place, um, but it didn't feel like it still didn't sit right with my spirit. Like I wasn't doing what I'm supposed to do. I was just working, but I'm not doing, I'm not living my sole purpose. So I was just asked that every single day, every day, every day. So one day, man, I just got my phone, just turned the, turned the phone on and just started talking right here in this spot, right here on this couch. My first, my first YouTube video. And from there, like, as soon as I did that, I felt like this change. Like I, I, got, I could see like, or I could feel like something's about to change in my life. Like I just opened up a door to something. And then from there, man, it just blew up. And I wasn't, I had no, like, no, it wasn't the goal. This was not the goal at all. Doing what I'm doing, just speaking to you right now, I never thought five years ago I'd be doing this, right? But it just happened. Everything just happened. And that was just me affirming myself and asking the most high, like, what is my purpose? And when you ask, you shall receive. He, he gave me the breadcrumbs, right? So... Nah, man, it wasn't it wasn't in by design to do this. But as I seen it like grow, I was like, OK, OK, let me let me keep doing this, you know. And 
what really made me realize this was my purpose was when I started getting comments from people saying, man, your videos changed my life. Or man, I'm, I'm in a happy relationship now. I'm, I'm, I got the job that I want. I'm living a life that I want because of your videos. And that scared me for a second. Cause I was like, wow, like I really had this impact on people's lives. And I, I was kind of scared cause I didn't want that responsibility. But then I, I embraced it and said, you know what? It's bigger than me. Like I'm doing this because it's part of a bigger design. I'm meant to help others. I'm meant to help them find the potential in themselves to become a greater version, you know? So that's kind of where, you know, everything began. Man, Tay, that's dope, man. One of my favorite things about what you just shared was how you just sat on that very couch right behind you right now, like the same couch and just started recording. And so many people in a world where people are just afraid, like, how do I get started? How do I do it? You just did it and put it out. Um, and you stay consistent, man. And like, would you say with what you're doing now, that's helped you uh, through your transition, no longer competing athletically. Like now you have this new calling, this new thing that you can compete with yourself and get better at every day and, and know that it's helping people. Absolutely. And what I came to find out was the same energy that I put into track. It's no different. I got the same ambition for this, the same drive. It's just the focus is in a different outlet. Right. And I had to realize it wasn't track that made me happy, but it was just me pursuing something that I love. Right. So I get the same feeling doing this that I did when I got when I ran track. Right. And for anybody out there who's trying to find themselves, man, don't let what you do define you. Right. Because even if you lose everything today, it's your energy, it's your essence, it's your spirit, your soul, which helps you obtain the life that you want finding yourself right it's all you at the end of the day and that's what i had to realize man you know whatever you put your energy towards you can have you can you can accomplish mm -hmm. i hear you referencing even on this interview today and even just all throughout your content you reference the most high frequently um is that something you've always had with you in terms of your relationship with god or is that something you've had to cultivate and how did that all come about um, well, I grew up Christian, so like early, my grandfather was a pastor, so I had a spiritual background early in my life. And, um, you know, as I started doing more research and started, you know, other cultures and things like that, I realized like everybody don't worship the same thing, right? So when I started using the most high, I wanted to specify who i'm talking to the most high right if you're talking to god obviously you want to be praying to the most high right the the, the one that's in charge the omega and the alpha right so i make it known that i'm talking to the most high god because to some there's many gods if you look at different cultures man some cultures are they, they worship many gods so you got to be specific on which gods you're talking about because you don't want to be praying to something that's you know <laughs> trying to bring your downfall right so that's that's where the most high came from. Just specify who I'm talking to, you know, the one and only God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know what, Tate? That's why I see that question, man, because just like you, I grew up Christian. And then I guess throughout college, I got kind of will be the word like um, disassociated a little bit and was no. on some on an atheist tip because I thought I was so intelligent and just thinking like, well, this doesn't add up. So 
there might not be a God. And then I found myself getting into spirituality. And then ultimately, ultimately, like the past two, three years, man, I'm, I'm right back at square one, not necessarily as a Christian, like you said, but having a stronger and stronger relationship with the most high God that grows every single day. So um, what do you think is the importance of having, you know, not necessarily being religious, but what is the importance um, as men and women, too, of course, of just having some sort of relationship uh, with something that's bigger than us in your life? For me, it was all about me finding myself. When you when you find yourself, you will you will see that you have a connection to a higher source automatically. You've had it since you were born. Right? When you when you was a child, man, you was a pure soul, pure energy. So you were moving like you didn't have no doctrines in your mind of I need to worship this or this or that. You were just moving automatically. Right. You already have the most high God in you and we all do. So it's very important that you search for yourself, because when you search for yourself, you're going to find the true source. Right. There's only one source, you know, and we all have many ways that we find that source. But when it all when it's all said and done, it's only one source. So it's important for you to think outside the box and realize that there is something bigger than us like this flesh and this flesh we we all got to die one day right this life is temporary so you got to understand that energy never dies and we go somewhere after this something happens to us after this so when you just start with that you'll realize that yeah there's something bigger than us there's a higher intelligence that designed this even this world we live in something designed this the fact that you're breathing right now you know why do you need to breathe what is in this space and this essence that you need to survive, right? You can go without food and water, but you can't go without breathing. What is that, right? So when you start asking these little questions like this, you will start to find answers and you will start to have, find that connection. Yes, sir. Great answer, man. I love that. I, I just feel like in a world that's trying to take us away from God or lead us towards, like you said, um, certain practices that are worshiping the wrong gods or the wrong mm -hmm. form of God, I think it's important for people to hear men talk about that, like the impact that it's had on your life, just having that connection, cultivating that connection. And because ultimately that's what what guides us, like you said, man. Yeah, because I, I don't believe no one can lead you to God. I, I think you have to find God yourself. Right. See, we've been taken away from self and we've been pulled outside of ourselves to look for everything, look for happiness, look for God out in the world. And it's not out in the world, it's inside of you. The true knowledge is in you, right? And once you tap back into that, man, you will start to see a whole new world open up. Man, that's actually a perfect segue because um, I wanted to ask you about spiritual life coaching. Like, mm -hmm. I'm assuming that came about as you were already doing content, right? And then um, how did you decide you wanted to actually start helping people in that specific way? Um, yeah, so back to the YouTube, I started getting a lot of questions, people asking me for advice. And as my, my platform grew, you know, when I was a little bit smaller, I could just answer questions, you know, it was no problem. But as my, my platform grew, man, it, it was impossible to get back to every single person and just to answer their comments. So I was like, hmm, let me, maybe I can do like consultations. Maybe I can 
I can set something up to where I can actually talk to people in real time, a one-on-one. And man, like, that's another thing, just like me sitting on this couch and recording, that was just something else I jumped into. All these doorways started opening up. Mind you, I was still asking, even to this day, I still ask the most high God, what is my purpose and keep, keep, keep leading me on my purpose, you know? So all these things started to open up because of that. And when I started doing my first couple of consultations, I just seen like the people light up, that light bulb go off when I say something to them or just by them having a conversation with me, they felt better. They felt good. Their energy was, was high. And I said something to them that helped them have an aha moment and, and really change their life. So I was like, man, let me, let me, let me dive more into this. This might be something that I need to do as well. This might be part of my calling. So yeah, you know, it all started, man, just like I said, me finding myself and, and going back. Like sometimes you got to go back to your childhood and, 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 and do some memory searching because that's where you're going to really find your true self, right? And as I went through my memories, I realized that whenever someone had a problem, I always knew the right things to say to make them feel better. And I had to remember that. Like every time I was with this person, this person, this person, they always said, man, you know, you know, you just know what, what to say to make me feel better. So I started getting the pieces together and bringing them to my present. Like, oh, okay. Maybe that's, that's a clue. That's a hint. Right. And I ran with it. That's good, man. That's um, maybe this is a good, a good place because just listening to your story, man, I know all the athletes, current and former, you know, everyone who tunes into the show, by hearing your story, your journey, your evolution, it's already inspiration. But I just feel like where we're at right now, um, this might be a good spot for me to ask you, man, to those athletes who are listening, basically the, the younger versions of us coming out of college, coming off their professional careers, who are just like, man, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. I don't even know where to get started. I don't know anything but ball. I don't know anything but track. Like what, what can you share with those people right now? I will I always see when I do my, my coaching, I always ask people like, what do you like to do? Right. So outside of sports, like what do you enjoy doing? You don't have to get paid for it. Anytime you do it, you lose yourself for hours. Time don't exist. What do you like doing? Right. And then when they list what they like to do, I say, okay, now how can you find a way to serve the world doing this, right? And then from there, I tell, I tell people, man, focus all your energy on that. That's all you do. You know, if you got to write it down, like, okay, this is what I want to do. And then from there, you map it out and say, what, what is it going to take? What steps do I need to take to achieve this goal or to achieve this lifestyle for myself? Going back to the semen retention. Semen retention is, when you, when you hold on to your seed, it allows you to have this energy to cultivate into your goals. So you, when you're not releasing, see, it's a, it's, a, it's a creative force. Sex is for procreating, right? So when you release, you have a child, you create something. So if you're not trying to have a child, you can create your lifestyle. You can bring that energy up, cultivate it into your thoughts and actually create and manifest your lifestyle faster. Right. So this, it all goes full circle, right? Y'all see now, first we talked about doing retention first. I had to build that, that tolerance up to hold on to my seed. 
And then I was able to manifest my life, but I had to gain that discipline first. So understand that all these things work together. You can't just do one. Everything works together in full circle. So tap into yourself first and, and really ask that question every day. What is my purpose? What is my purpose? What do I like? What do I like to do? What do I want to do? And then from there, man, you'll start getting answers. Mm. Man, I love what you said about how you encourage people uh, trying to find what they want to do next or trying to find their life's purpose or their mission, just to look at the things that they're good at, what they've always been good at. And like you said, figuring out how you can use that to help other people. Uh, and like I said, your story is a prime example of that. Like you started recording videos and putting them out, helping people long before you were earning a living or, you know, getting compensated to do so. And I think that's how it starts. Yeah. Um, so I think that that was really solid, man. And then just looking at um, like, do you have any tips? Because I know all of it, man, it really comes down to consistency when it's all said and done and actually having something to say or being someone that people want to listen to. But a lot of people want to do, you know, become content creators in some way, shape or form, whether that's YouTube or podcasting, whatever the case might be. Um, is there, I know there's no secret sauce, man. You know, I'm not <laughs> like, but what is it do you think aside from having a great message and a great delivery that, you know, has people tune in or has made your channel grow? Any advice you can give in that department? So when I first started my channel, you know, I thought about, okay, I got two roads I can go down. I can either be someone who just wants to have views and likes, and I can just do some you know, some type of content that's going to bring that in, or I can leave a legacy, right? And I told myself, I don't want to be no entertainer. I want to be some, I want people to be able to come to my videos and learn something and to spread a message. So if you're trying to be a content creator, the first thing you want to do is establish what is your channel about? Like, what do you want people to get from your channel or your content, right? That's, that's the first thing. And then from there, it's about being consistent, it's about being real with yourself, right? Not, not trying to be like anybody else but yourself. Because from what I've noticed, people going, you know, they're going to tune into your channel based off of your energy, just by who you are, your personality. People like you for you. And we all have a soul tribe. So you're going to have people that's going to gravitate toward your energy just by nature, just, just by you being yourself. So don't try to be like no one else. Keep it 100 right? Be consistent and make sure you're doing something that, make sure you're, you're, you're creating content that you love creating, that you're, you're doing something that's, you know, it's your purpose and you know, it's meant for you to spread that message, right? Because some people get, some people get caught up in just doing anything just for attention. And for one, it's not going to last long. You know, you got what you call a one hit wonders, People get their 15 minutes of fame because they just following trends or they just doing something for, you know, and it has no meaning to it. So make sure everything you do has substance behind it. Solid advice right there, man. Tay, uh, you already been so gracious with your time, man. I want to make sure I'm being respectful of the of your time right now. But um, before we as we start to wind down a little bit, number one, please just tell people how they can get in touch with you. If they want to do some coaching, what's the best way to follow the journey, reach out to you and, and get in touch. Okay. So y'all can follow me on YouTube, Dante Young. Um, I'm on IG. I'm on TikTok. I have a Patreon. I'm on Discord. So if y'all go to my IG, y'all can follow my IG underscore L-E-D-D-R-E-W. 
And if you want a consultation with me, you can email me at DanteYoung2112 at gmail.com. Awesome. We'll have all that in the show notes. And then uh, last but not least, man, before we close out, um, you've already given so much, man. Like I said, just uh-huh. your advice, you share yourself, your journey. Um, but is there anything on your heart right now to share just with anybody who may be tuning in? There's no, I don't have a specific question, whatever the most high is speaking through you, man, what's on your heart? I would say, I know a lot of us go through, you know, a lot in our lives, our daily, our daily lives. And we're trying to just figure out what's the next move, what's the next steps, but always remember to keep a positive mindset. And I know that might sound cliche, but your thoughts attract your reality. So you want to make sure that you are in control of that at all times. If you have to take a few minutes to meditate, be in the present moment and run through your thoughts and throw away any, any thoughts that's not serving you. Right. And, and keep on doing that maintenance on yourself, because if you don't do that, you will start attracting things. You'll start attracting a lifestyle to you that you didn't mean to right so just make sure that you always stand positive man and whatever you want to accomplish you can do that you just got to see it you got to have a vision and you got to be consistent with it so that's all i got to say <laughs> that's a perfect way for us to wrap up man tay i just want to say thank you again for coming on and spending some time today man you are a prime example of what it looks like to thrive after sports um like I said, man, that's why I really, that's the direction I'm going with the show. And that's why I want to have people like you on to really show what it looks like. You know, I, I have been watching your content for almost a year at this point. And then when I followed you on IG, I'm like, man, I didn't know this dude ran track at SC State. Yeah. And at that point I was like, oh man, now we, you know, you know me, I stay persistent, man. I'm hitting you like, come on, we got to do this show. Can you come on? So hey. I'm just honored that you spent the time. I know it's going to help a lot of people. Um, and just thank you, man. Thank you for all the work that you do in the world. Cause you already know this, but it never hurts to have another reminder. You're impacting lives every day, even if it's indirectly, man. People who just come across your content and get helped by it. So thank you for the work you do in this world, brother. Likewise. I appreciate you too, man. And your platform as well, bro. Like being a former athlete, I know the struggle of that transition from being an athlete to the real world. So, man, what you're doing, bro, you're saving a lot of lives, a lot of depression, you know, a lot of confusion. So I appreciate you. Thank you, Tay. Appreciate you. All right. Hey, for everybody tuning in, uh, Thrive After Sports followers and Retain Gang, you know what I'm saying? Everybody uh-huh. tapping in. It's been another great episode of Thrive After Sports with the man himself, Mr. Dante Young. Make sure you check the show notes, tap in with everything this man has going on, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks again, Tay. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Hey, so if you made it to the end of this episode, first of all, Thank you for tuning in. For those of you guys who are here for the first time, welcome. Please like the video if you're watching on YouTube and subscribe to this channel. I have a lot more great interviews coming up. I think you'll really be surprised with some of the guests that I have and some of the stories that they have to share. This is important work. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please just leave a five-star review, subscribe, and share this episode or any other episodes out with someone who needs to hear it. I am on a mission to help as many athletes transition out of their sport and have successful lives after their careers and not just survive, but thrive in everything that they do. And you guys know I do that in a myriad of ways. It's not just the podcast, it's not just the books, but I do offer coaching as well. I wanna encourage you guys to go back and look at some of the testimonials. 
of former athletes that I've worked with to help them through their transitions. Guys, don't hesitate to reach out. Visit TajDeshaun.com. That's where you can find all the free resources, not just the podcast and the books, but access to me. You can schedule a free call with me. I'm not going to get on that call and try to sell you on buying a group program. I have a ton of free access and scholarships for athletes to work with me. So utilize those resources, guys. And last but not least, I definitely want to encourage you guys to grab my first book, Thrive After Sports. You can just go on Amazon, type in Taj Deshaun. Uh, I have multiple books on there, but I always try to point people to Thrive After Sports just because I think that's the, the book that I look at as the most impactful that can help an athlete through the transition. I know a lot of people have read that book and been helped through the transition without ever having to speak to me or even listening to my podcast. And I just got this recording today that I wanted to share with you guys from my guy, Benjamin Van Buren. He's a soccer player, former soccer player at Mercy College, uh, went on to play professional soccer and just recently retired. And he read my book while he was playing, but then read it again after he retired. And this is what he had to say about it. I love you guys. I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. And here's Ben. Yo, Taj is Ben from Athlete Mentor. Um, just want to let you know, obviously your book came in and I read it a while ago um, when I was still in season and it didn't really hit me then. I was like, yeah, cool. It's a, it's a great book, whatever. And then I went to Spain and I was playing for a team over there and then I left because my grandmother was sick. Uh, so I came home and now it's hitting me. So I read it again. Dude. That thing is phenomenal. Like, if you could put this audio on a case study on your website, I would do it because it's crazy how, like, the skills and attributes that student athletes have just go, they just go missing. And it's like, yeah, you're playing sports, you have all this adrenaline, all this, all this hype about you, all you're working out all the time, you feel good, and then out of nowhere, it's like, oh, cool, I'm done. You know, like I know nothing to work for, really. So then you get into sales, you get into other things, and you find something that you want to build for yourself, and that's what you get that that uh, that excitement and that adrenaline from again. So, yeah, man, I just want to let you know that I read it again, and it really hit me now that I'm kind of officially retired as a player player. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I wanted to say, man. I hope you're doing well. hope you're living the life. I'm actually on Long Island now. I'm going to go to Stony Brook basketball game, so at your alma mater. But, uh, yeah, dude, uh, phenomenal work. And uh, let's, let's obviously stay in touch and maybe get on a call soon. Talk to you later. Peace.